All right. Welcome to For the Culture. Uh, this is Deepak, and I'm sitting here with Rashawn. He is the owner of Kosher Apparel, runs a YouTube channel, and uh, I'm here interviewing him today for the culture. So tell me, what made you want to start running Kosher and your YouTube channel, and are they interconnected? Um, so as far as connection, okay, I'll, I'll just, you know, first question on what made me want to do it. I guess since a kid, I've always been like into fashion. I've mm-hmm. always been into cameras, actually. So I guess that's where they kind of connect. So just as a kid, I've always been into those two things. Like I used to watch uh, Givenchy's like runway shows. I used to watch um, like Dior, like all the different seasons coming out. Like I was always on top of that stuff. Yeah. But I could never afford to wear it. Right. Right. So it was always in my head. Like, man, I wish like one day I can create clothes. And it happened that I didn't go towards the high fashion end because that's just not where like people are, you know, in our generation. So I kind of yeah. went with the more street style. Of course. Um, but yeah, that's how that whole thing developed. So I've always been into fashion. And as far as YouTube, like I've always just wanted to be a character in something, right? So um, like I, I pretty much started YouTube as a car guy. Yeah, yeah. And then I moved into like as a fitness guy. And now I've kind of found my place as just like trying to be a vlogger. Right. That involves any aspect of his life. So, you know, it's just always wanted to be a character of something. And now I could be a character of my own thing. So that's just kind of how that started, you know? Yo, that's great. And mm-hmm. and is your clothing. So your clothing is more so mostly like streetwear, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and but there's a little bit of a fitness edge to it, right? Yeah. 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 So my clothing is like if you look at the style of the shirt, like the cuts of the shirt, um, it is like it has like a tailored fashiony cut, like you know what I mean, um, how it fits. But it can also trans um, translate into like fitness also because the material of it is usually the blend that I'll go with is 95% cotton, 5% spandex, and that's a very popular. Um, blend for fitness shirts because it just has a soft to touch feel to it and it's just very breathable for the gym so um that's just kind of like why i went with that so because i am influenced by a lot of fitness in my life like it's always been a big part of my life so i did yeah. want to incorporate that blend into my material right like i could have went all cotton but that stiffness is not breathable in the gym right so it was like it's just kind of best of both worlds to design the look for fashion and then have it still be breathable for like active wear right yeah 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 and what other platforms do you have going on for you like what other uh, you have a few other ventures going on too right Mm -hmm. so like so as you said youtube i would say would be one of my entities that i'm like very like i'm always focused on creating new videos and just trying to grow on youtube as a whole yeah i think it could pay off in the long run right totally totally um, culture apparel is obviously like my main thing i'm just trying to work on that as much as possible just in the point of just growth for that and you know going on my second going on my third launch now design is trying to be different than the last one and just trying to expand with that um, yeah and then my third thing would just be like my media company as a whole um, RLR Studios, which is like my business name from a media company, just working on that and just trying to um, just taking on new clients from a distance and new clients locally, just like really trying to make it one of those like media companies that in the end could turn into like a Universal Studios, you know, RLR right. Studios next to Universal Studios or like Sony Productions. Just like I want it to be like an actual in the end, like a a real established media company. So right now I'm in the started stages of just like developing that too right right so yeah just focusing on those three things and all of those just like my priorities and 
kind of like all that I really have going on. Yeah, know? of course, of course, of yeah. course. So, okay. So I've noticed, just to get back into kosher for a mm-hmm. moment, I noticed that um, in your first line, you, you like your first, like your V1 shirts, mm-hmm. uh, they're kind of more of like a, a little bit, it's obviously a custom fitted fit. Yeah. But it's still more like a standard style shirt. Yes. Whereas the second V completely different. Completely different. Completely different. Yeah. yeah. And that was just I don't even know. Like that came from the first time I made the shirts. It was my like I said, it was my first shirt ever. Like as far as size charts go, like that was one of those things I didn't even think about. I thought about the shirt, thought about the color, thought about the name, logo, but I didn't think when a supplier came to me, like what size chart was I going to use? Like I haven't measured out any shirts. I haven't measured out any of this stuff. So I kind of went with almost like a generic size chart for the samples. I actually had three samples before I finalized to the fourth, finalized the fourth. So the first sample was just all wrong, you know, logo was off, sizing was off. So we ended up making it a little tighter around the chest. Like I made the sleeves a little longer. Um, I did like basic things, but I didn't as a whole completely customize the fit. Mm. So that's why it kind of has like its little corks here and there to make it like fit nicely. Um, But when you look at the second one, like you said, it's just like completely different. right? Yeah. Because that one, I actually took the time to like measure out each size and like completely. I probably did about four samples for that one and completely take something from scratch and just like design the whole thing from like, you know, from the bottom up, from the bottom up. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it looks it fits that way, you know. Um, yeah, and that's just the process of that. A lot of sampling. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now that I have that template, which is funny because Collection 3, which I'm working on for later this year, um, Collection 3 will probably be a mix of both. Oh, okay. So I, there were some things that I did like about Collection 1's fit. And yeah. And there was obviously a lot that I love that I designed with Collection 2's fit. But I want... I like the the breathable uh, feel of Collection One. How it's a little more loose in certain places, and I like the length of Collection um, Two. Okay. And um, how it was just long and it was tight on the sleeves. The sleeves are shorter. Just like little things like that. I'm just like combining the best of both collections, and that's what Collection Three is going to be. Right. So in in totality, it should be the perfect fit. You yeah. Know? But um, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for there. So that's sweet, and yeah. I've noticed that you're adding more colors as you get more s- collections happening. Too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Started out with the all black, black hat, black shirt, and then we moved on to you know just like a range of colors for like the second launch. So yeah, you had the navy. I wish I had that, but <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little too slow at grabbing one of those. Yeah, the navy, the beige, the white, black. Uh, the gray, yeah. The oh, gray, gray was, was popular, the right? It was very popular. The gray was limited. That was actually the most limited one because when I did the poll to see what colors the people wanted, the gray was kind of like put on the back burner, and beige was, you know, uh, the popular one. But they both ended up selling out. So, like, yeah. I, I was happy that everybody accepted both colors, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So you said later this year, are you working on any sort of like? fall wear or winter wear at all or is um, it i do want to do hoodies later this year yeah but i'm still kind of in that t-shirt phase and right. that's personally because it's just personal like style yeah in the winter i still wear t-shirts really i still wear t-shirts i might throw like a flannel over it or i yeah. might throw like a bomber jacket over the t-shirt but i still wear t-shirts in the winter so i feel like it's always a time to design t-shirts you know yeah i mean you know i may branch over like i said i want to get the hoodies maybe some long sleeves but i know for sure the t-shirts will still be there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just in a different different style different you know color but 
yeah, we'll, we'll see. You know, I don't think I'll be doing like beanies or anything like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, athletic wear beanies like that. Well, it could, it could, it work. could happen. Like could Nike work. does that kind of thing, right? Yeah, they do. I just, I, I do a lot of things off my personal instinct, right? Like, yeah. If I'm not feeling something, I probably won't create it. Well, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't wear beanies. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. it probably won't happen. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've always been like a guy who wore like dad caps. So like that was like why that's been such a dominant thing in lines, right? Dad yeah, caps totally. In there. So yeah, so that's why that's kind of you know it's all about me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like the of it. if you think about it, though, like if a lot of people, if you if you like what you like, right? Yeah. And a lot of people resonate with that. If they yeah. fuck with it, then like that's why I do it. Yeah. Then yeah. other people like fall into that too you know they'll love to wear you can't listen to everybody else's opinions really when you're doing your own thing Mm -hmm. because it starts to cloud your opinion and change your who who you really are and what you build right yeah like if you build this brand off your style because you felt like other people would kind of like you said resonate with that Mm -hmm. then you don't want to listen to what people are saying about it because then you're going to be like taking advice and it's pretty much their brand now you're like you know you're taking their advice so much that you're just making what they want right exactly and you're not like wholly passionate about it anymore right Right. because it's like it's not even my idea anymore you know it's like exactly so you just want to do what you want and that's the beauty of owning your own company is you can just do what you want yeah create what you want right yeah 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 you're not like working for someone else so. right and where do you eventually see kosher going where do you want um, it to be obviously as big as possible right or? yeah just as big as possible you know if that you know whatever level that happens to be mm-hmm. you know hopefully it could be like my main source of income just as a whole and i'm just running that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and other things hopefully um but when you think about the scaling of it like how big i want it to be like you think about fitness companies like gymshark I, I would hope to like I actually haven't said this yet. I'll say it now, but I've actually been plotting to do an active line for kosher. It's like oh. kosher active. So like those shirts or those joggers, leggings, like all of that stuff would be like specifically for active wear. And then I'll still have the fashion side of it too. So the website will kind of be like split into like um, different sections, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. You know, that's a, dope. That's Yo. the job on that. But um, yeah. so you know, like like I said, going back to the scaling, you know, like fitness wise, I see it as like that gym shark level where they're just, you know, not necessarily as like how big they are because obviously Nike is bigger and active where than gym shark. Yeah. But you, I just look at the way they operate with social media influencers and like the way they put their teams together and like their athletes are always together. I like having that sense of community in the brand. Right. Whereas you don't have that at Nike. You don't have mm. LeBron hanging out with the other Nike athletes. True, right? true. You know, I like that community feel and that resonates on Instagram or social media in general more than like just having LeBron by himself, right? You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I, and then um, as far as fashion-wise on the side of things, you know, brands like off-white brands like fear of god brands like javanchi and you know stuff like that you know i say that a lot because i really do like their clothes i mean i never buy their stuff but <laughs> i do like their clothes so yeah yeah just just brands like that you know hopefully um get to that level one day you know i guess the amount of time would work you know, yeah I know that a lot of those brands like do collaborations nowadays, right? Like we see, yeah. like we just saw the Converse and Off White yep. shoes drop like earlier this week or last yep. week. Do you see yourself uh, collaborating with other brands too? Like that's not a bad idea. You know? I haven't, I haven't thought about it, but it's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe one day I will. Like, if anything, I don't see myself collaborating. Well. In the meantime, like, you know, my mind could change. I'm kind of bipolar. But <laughs> in the meantime, like, I don't see myself collaborating with another brand. I see myself collaborating with another, like, brain. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, so there was like a guy, like even like you, if you like were passionate about design and you felt like you had like this dope idea, it would be like you times kosher. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wouldn't be like Nike times kosher. You know, Mm -hmm. like I would rather collab with someone's idea than their whole brand. Right. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of companies are sort of following that nowadays. Yeah. Like you you get Virgil, like collabing with um, Louis. Louis, right? Yeah. And now it turned into him being like, I think he's like. He's designing for Louis. Yeah, right? he's their creative director right now. Yeah, so yeah. like I see more of that than like you know the Louis off white collab. Yeah, know? true, so, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And if the opportunity came up for you to be like creative director, like this is like going like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's kind of cool to think about though. Yeah, no, yeah. totally. Like, like if another company came up to you and it was like, hey, we'll hire you at like salary to like design, like could you see yourself doing that? Or uh, would- probably not. Really? It depends on how much time because I see myself bigger than that salary always. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if it's like a million dollar salary, which it won't be, no, right? Yeah. But I just see like my entities of what I'm building, like all the three that I kind of explained, I see those being bigger than that salary that's going to like take up all my time. Right. Or that's going to take up all my like um, creative thought, right? Sure. So yeah. I just don't want to like that's like I just rather be like a free like entrepreneur than kind of back to working for someone else yeah that makes a whole lot of sense yeah yeah no totally you you fit in that entrepreneur spirit right you're doing your projects you're doing the three things that you want to do right now and so you're currently it sounds like from from the sounds of it you're currently in development phase for your sorry about that my brother just called and it kind of ended but we'll restart it um okay so you're in development phases right now for uh kosher your media company and YouTube, are you currently in the middle of making a vlog, or you just put one out actually? I just a few put days one ago. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So ago, like, yeah. what YouTube is just one of those things where you just kind of got to do it and just love the process. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You just got to like it's it's a long process. Like, and yeah. it's one of those things where it probably won't work for you. Like, it's like everybody doesn't become like big on YouTube mm-hmm. because then everybody would be big on YouTube. Right? Yeah. It's like it's only certain select people. So it's like it's one of those things that you just got to like doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just I've always liked videos and I've always like been a character. Like I like doing it and like hopefully it pays off to, you know, that I like doing it. But in the end, it's just fun to be able to like, you know, have an audience and like show like my day kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like see that people kind of take interest in that. Right. Um. So, yeah. So with that, it's just like kind of you know, I just kind of do it, you know, but right. when everything else is like, I'm actually like working towards building it as big as possible. Like obviously I'm working towards building that, but with these companies, it's like, I want the companies to grow, you know, mm-hmm. not just my personal like YouTube channel, you know? Yeah, of course. Of but course. people are, nowadays think of YouTube as a business. So, I mean, I guess it is like, it is a business, you know, it's crazy kind of how like YouTube is transform though it's like yeah. it used to be just like a video or, or a website where you'd watch videos yeah. of like really crazy things mm-hmm. or like whatever right yeah. now it's kind of turned into like another social media page it right is, it's almost like equal levels with like twitter and instagram yeah. right now. yeah for sure for sure it's and it's just way more profitable than instagram too yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because of the way the ads work because mm-hmm. of the way the ad revenue works, obviously there is no ad revenue on Instagram. Yeah, you get a million people click on it, you won't make any money. But you get a million people click on that video. It's all based on sponsors, though, right? Sponsors are where yeah. the real money. Sponsors is. are where the real money is. Yeah. but ad revenue is still a source of income. Mm-hmm. Like you could probably still be okay if you get a great amount of views. Yeah, like decent ad revenue. But obviously, 
with that, it comes sponsors, right? Mm-hmm. And sponsors pay crazy amounts because they see you as an opportunity to, you know, use your platform to like sell their product, right? So, yeah, sponsored money is crazy. I mean, hopefully, I get to a point one day where I can be able to bring that value to a company, right? So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, where can where can everybody find you? What are your what are your links online? So. I'm pretty sure everything is the same. Rashawn underscore R on Instagram. Uh, if you look up Rashawn R on YouTube, you'll find me. And um, yeah, I mean, everything else. I actually don't have a Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have a Twitter. That's like not a Kelowna thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's a I, Twitter is still big. Twitter, I should have a Twitter. You know, Dude, just, Twitter is amazing. Honestly, yeah. it's my favorite social media. Okay, yeah. I yeah. should have Twitter, but I don't. I never got on the wave, and now I'm so far behind that I don't even want to try. You know? <laughs> I'm like, everybody already has it, and like I'm just going to be like in the closet, so I don't even want to try. Dude, that. that's how I feel everybody is in Kelowna, dude. Yeah. Like, I haven't met anybody in Kelowna that's got... That's Twitter is not a thing. Yeah, it's not really, like, big up here, so... Yeah. But it is definitely, like, every social media platform is an advantage when it comes yeah. to, like, anything you're doing. So, like, mm-hmm. it's good that you have it. Yeah. You know? It's definitely for you in this, you know... Yeah, of course, and that's the point of this whole thing, right? It's to connect people like you, entrepreneurs, people that are creative, people that like are doing things and connect them together. Right. So that's the point, right? Yeah. That's what For the Culture is all about here. So right. um, I'm happy to have had that interview with you, man. Yeah, like, man, it's I great. appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. I appreciate being the first on here. I mean, you know, one of the, one of the first. One of the first, yeah, One of yeah, the first, you know. For sure. First of many, I'm guessing. You yeah, know, yeah, so. and, and, you know, this is just sort of like a quick kind of like first ones that we're doing which is why it's on the phone um i do actually have a studio in which that i'm going to do this in Mm -hmm. um and maybe it'll eventually turn into video podcasts who knows that'll be really cool that would be sick that's the yeah we gotta get this guy on video podcasts yeah it's gonna be good yeah that'd be sick but anyway thank you for tuning in uh we'll shoot another episode up whenever uh, we got one up so yeah